What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Patreon episode of Flagrant 2. No easy buckets. Analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. Uh, the, the background is changing. It's all good. You know what I mean? Well, you'll figure it out. But um, listen, we started getting drunk during a regular episode. You know it's a marathon episode. We lost Kaz. We don't know where the fuck Kaz is. Probably eating out his fucking hands. Okay. <laughs> oh, you missed that? You weren't here last time. Oh, yeah. So basically, <laughs> Kaz's girl got upset with him because she he was sleeping and he was eating out his hands. In his dream, like in his dreams, like, eating out yeah, his hands. Whatever his dreams, <laughs> looking tight. at like pussy, bro. <laughs> and his girl got that upset, and we were like, "Bro, how are you upset? How is she upset at you? You're so faithful that even in your wet dream, you please the girl, like <laughs> even about you. Crazy, right? <laughs> Be careful, yo. Watch that wire right there, dog. You see, because that's connected to the TV. All the way close, all the way close on the door, all the way close on the door. So. Um, we just wanted to give an au revoir to Francis. Yeah, thank you guys. Au revoir, Francis Ellis. Uh, yeah, yeah, stay in for the okay. pick. Stay on that side. Kaz, you go on that side right there. Yo, he leaves the seat warm as fuck. I don't know what he does, but that shit mad warm when he gets up. It's called weighing 200 pounds, dog. It's all right. So stay, stay back there. Stay back there. You sit down, Kaz. You go in between them, and you just take a wide, and then we're going to talk about this. Listen, this is a marathon app. We need to get this out because I'm going to Japan Let's go. on Friday. Let's go. All right? I'm going for like 10 days, 11 days. You know what I mean? Get out there in the world, gang. All right, chuck it up. Clip those assholes, thigh. All right, so Francis, yo, make sure you check out Francis' podcast called Oops. Everywhere podcasts are found. Yeah, Yeah. Ah, that's great. And uh, I'll be on it when I come back. When I come back from Japan, we'll make it happen. All All right, I'll do it. Francis, your name on Instagram is Francis C C Ellis. Francis C C Ellis. Okay, and then Twitter, it is. Uh, Francis C. Ellis. Francis C. Ellis, one C. Make sure you do it. Find it. Thank you so much. Um, Francis, I still want to cook that thing up, man. This is Patreon, so we could talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I want to start, you know how in like sports they have like, uh, or basketball players, they have the Players' Tribune? Mm. I want to start the Comics Tribune. And, and, you know, Francis is a great writer, and uh, he claims to be a great editor. And I think it'd be great if Francis was involved in that in some way or shape or form and shaping it. But I want a place when a comic has a beef with something. You know, if Louis C.K. wants to make a statement, if Dina Hashem wants to talk about her experience. That's great. I want a place where we can talk, and it's not going to be politicized by anybody. Well, obviously, Kaz, we got another journalist in the building. we got to protect Schultz for the comic culture. Come on, very important for the comedy culture. Yo, you know what I realized, and this is what pissed me off about Judd Apatow. It's like comedy's been so good to me. Well, no, no, it's like comedy's been so good to me, so I could never really be critical of a comic unless I unless I knew he like stole or I knew he was bad. But like when Mm. Judd came out against P. Good Francis. Uh, when Judd came out against fucking Louie and shit and didn't even really know what the whole context was, it was like, yo, comedy's cool. son, yeah, comedy's been so good cool. to you. It's been so good. Yeah. I think he was like letting his personal feelings about Louie because I don't think he likes Louie. That's From what it. I understand. He hates mm-hmm. Louie. Uh, so, but yeah, it's like... That makes a lot more sense. I mean, how much are you going to kick a guy, you know? At least I, I can have context for his lashing out. Whereas before, I was just like, he struck me as the type of guy who loved stand-up, but yeah. like could never be a good stand-up and was good at something else. But it always... He still thinks he's a stand-up. It's like, bro, that's... That's you, not what you, you do. You did stand up. You weren't a stand up. That's yeah. what I told him. A couple guys went out of their way to just kick him. Yeah. You're not a stand up. No, I said, I was like, listen, I was like, you backed into this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, everything you say affects the guys that aren't you. That's a, like, you enable canceling people for jokes 
What do you think happens to these guys that do fifteen hundred dollar weekends in Utah? Yeah. So what did he say when you said all that? Because like, yeah. I heard you said that to him. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Where did you hear that from? Somebody at the cellar was saying, like, you went up and you were like, hey, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> was sitting at the back table yeah. and just talking to everybody. I was like, yo, what's up with the thing with Louie? I didn't, I didn't like jump down his throat. I was like, just explain to me. Talk to me about it, you know? And it's like, I just need to know where you're standing. I just need to know where you are. I don't think you're going to do anything for my career. Yeah. I, I don't think, not that I care for you to do anything. I care about comedy at right. the end of the day. So it's just like, what's up? And he was like, yeah, I just thought it was an inappropriate joke. And it's like, that's not up to you. It's not. It's not your decision. Right. Who are you? It's up to the audience. Godfather of comedy, no. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of work with like survivors, uh, survivors of Parkland, and I respect that. That's fine. Yeah. But on the same time, it's like you got to a joke exactly. in a comedy club, and he's right. You would pick the fattest kid to put in front of you. Yeah, but yeah. he's telling if you need 100%. a shield that was a kid, <laughs> I would pick a fat kid that yeah. would be the most shield. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you, you can't pick a skinny kid. No, you just can't pick out the things you don't like because they affect you personally and say this person shouldn't be able to say this. Man, come on. Because then if everyone does that, then nobody can tell any jokes. Son, there's no more comedy. I was so, just, what did he say though when you asked him that? You know, he was just like, Yeah, I just felt like, you know, it was inappropriate the joke. And I was like, Yeah, but you have to understand you're enabling a cancel culture that doesn't affect you. You are affected zero by this culture. Akash. Well said. Well so said. you have to look out for Akash because comedy's been good to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Akash needs that weekend. And what did he say? Is that he just kind of shrugged it off and kind of? So yeah, you know, I, I just you know, I just was I've, I have a little close connections with these kids, and I was like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You have right. to understand, like, you it means more. What you do means something to people, and you're enabling it, and then it affects us all. It's really comes. It might not affect me. But it's going to affect somebody who's just getting into selling tickets. Do you think he was virtue signaling a little bit? Oh. Like, hey, I'm a great oh, guy. Let of everybody course. see how much I'm. Yes, but. Because it's such a. It's so popular to shit on Louis. Like. And that's the one thing. So I, safe. I, that's the one thing that I get with, like, people that have such a huge fucking platform and are so fucking famous. Like, it's almost like they have pressure from people, like, oh my God, you have to say something, Judd. You don't. You have to say it. Like, and you don't. Yeah. You really fucking don't, yeah. dog. Like, especially if you're, like, somebody who loves stand-up and loves, like, the culture of comedy as much as you claim to. Like, it's like, bro, like, you should be the one telling people, like, you know, it's really not my place. It's really not my place. If you understand... You don't have to say anything about it. You don't have to tweet a single thing. You don't know what... You know he's just trying to make people laugh at the end of the day, and people Mm -hmm. did laugh, so... It's just one of those things. It's just one of the things. He was reasonable with it. Like, listen, we say what you want about Judd, but that motherfucker executes. Yeah. It's like he does the hardest thing in this business. Of, put a lot of money in people's pockets, too. Simple as that. Always respect. Everybody got ideas for sketches. Everybody got ideas for movies. Very few people do them. He's going to do the things that most comics won't do, which is write the script. Yeah. Most comics aren't going to write the one page. They're not going to write the description of the show. They're not going to do the pitch. That motherfucker will do it. And that's where he is where he is. Simple as that. Does he write him or does like Seth write him? And then I, I heard he does more of an outline, right? And then the, like people he does, does the dialogue. He does in the something. beginning, yeah. he did it. Yeah. You don't get there by accident. Yeah. In the beginning, you do it. And then eventually you earn the ability to not. Yeah. I'm not knocking that. My only knock was you can't come for us because we've been good to you. We being comedy. We've been good to you. It takes a certain amount of... I don't know if it's gall or if it's balls or what to show up to the comedy club the next week after you do that. Because he knows, I mean, first of all, I think he knows he's not talking to nobody when he talks to you, but he also knows where he is. He's in, he's coming back home after talking shit about the family. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think he was with him extra, like, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but here's where I'm coming from. I think he was more like uh, political or whatever the word is, because he he's saying it a comedy. We have to sell it. That's the fucking mecca. That's the haven for comics. That's the place to protect Louis. Yeah. That's the place to protect Louis because we believe in freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with 90% of the people on that stage, but I believe in this. Yeah. And just walking back in there, and we'll let you in too. Yeah. But you're going to have to deal with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the thing that got overlooked is like there was somebody who recorded a set at a yeah. thing. It's like, that was illegal, that's the, yeah, that's like the worst took part cell about phones it. Before that. It's like, and like all these things, it did well in the room. Same shit with it the. It did well in the that room. That whole concept uh, when it was, um, what's his name, from Daniel Tosh. It was like, it did well in the room. Mm. The whole room was laughing. He wasn't telling it to be recorded. Yo. For everyone to hear and judge. That's why it's an issue. Yeah. If it doesn't do well in the room, they're okay. Thank you. <laughs> the issue is when it does well in the room. They can't, nobody can stand being laughed at. It drives them fucking nuts. So an innocent comment made somewhere with no laughter, they can stomach. But when a whole room full of people is laughing at uh, the person you love and the person who you are, they're like, I need to get back. I need payback. I need payback against this evil person. Yeah. Louis' comeback is going to be something. Yo, low-key, that motherfucker so. is mad brave, son, because <laughs> imagine everyone thought you were a rapist and you were still just walking around. Dog, he addressed like, it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had a line. I forget what the line is, but he said something Doesn't like... I really think he's a rapist, Son, though? these bitches think he's I mean, a he's... Racist. Racist. I just think he's just weird. <laughs> he's like, I mean... because that, that's what he is. like, the tear of, like, the, the canceled and the and the, the whole time's up shit, like... But for some reason... Very low on the, on the board. It like. is. <laughs> but he's, like, high on the board. Son. I think it's because he was such a hero to everybody. Because he was successful. And he would grandstand a bit, and he would judge everybody else. And there was something. Yeah. I was the number one guy shitting on Louis before. I was just like, he to me, he was not a great entertainer. I always thought Bill Burr is as smart as Louis and much more entertaining. Mm. Louis I wanted to like, and I could never finish a special. Yeah. I was Every time, I was like, yeah, I'm just bored. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he there was also something about his comedy that was like kind of like looking down at a lot of people. And I think when you find out he's just this fucking whatever, it's like, oh, we feel betrayed by you and that kind of condescending thing. Now we're going to bring that wrath down. Yeah, that could be it. And it was early in the Me Too. And yeah, it wasn't that, as ridiculous as it was. Like Jesus. when it was hot, when like every week it was somebody, like he was one of the first big ones yeah. out there. So it's like, it's going to take a while. And he him. also made the big mistake that they all make of a, writing those long, embarrassing fucking well, at least he wrote his apology own. letters. But he Never also apparently Nobody didn't cares say about those apologies. It just makes you look worse. Mm-hmm. It's like admitting you did something wrong, especially when you didn't do what, with what you did is not commiserate to the punishment they're asking for. And Never then you apologize on top of it. It's like you're fucking admitting it. You, you know, going, like you guys. Are right, I'm a rapist. When it's like you're just a fucking creep, it's a creepy motherfucker, yeah. bro. You know what line won me back over from Louis? He got on stage and he said to the audience, I like to jerk off and I don't like being alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so good. yeah, yeah, that is great. It's so good. Yeah, I forgot great who joke. said this, but and oh, now so it's tight. impossible. But somebody said Bill Cosby should have did the same shit. What? He tried to. A girl said, walked Bill off to the bathroom at his show and he said, don't leave your drink open around me or something like that. Some wild ah, shit. Yeah, like, I was like, yo, that, Bill Cosby went back to stand up and just leaned the fuck in. <laughs> like, and he was a free man, obviously. Yeah. Like, he, he would have been awesome. I yeah. think it would have been yo, awesome. Yo, what if he just started cursing? Oh, so, uh, 
If he just held, I've been holding this in. But that's the yeah, thing, yeah, though. I was holding it in because I was raping all these girls. But <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Damn, it worked as a cover for 40 years. You didn't suspect shit. Yo, if you ask any black person in the industry, they'll tell you Bill was about to buy NBC, and then all of a sudden this news leaked on some Miko Grimes NFL type shit. Yeah, but what is? Why would that? Why wouldn't? It's why wouldn't people care? Shit. Yeah, it's why wouldn't people? Why would people care if he bought NBC or not? Yeah. yeah, it's conspiratorial shit. We but, love a good but, just back to like you know how like in 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 certain culture like Japanese culture like they're super polite because they let them fuck with like tentacle porn, like they give that that ability to do that. You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was his tentacle porn. Maybe it. Maybe that that his rape shit enabled him to be the best clean comic ever. I mean, it's kind of that. Well, that's, that's like the Chappelle he shit. He, he, rapes. he rapes, but he saves. That's kind of he that saves, thing. but he rapes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like he had that evil outlet so he could be this clean super guy. I I just think he might be a dirtbag. Like you know, like I, every clean comic I come across, like I I admire it. First okay. of all, I admire it, but I'm going like, what are you hiding, Bargatze? All of them. It's like, Bargazzi? and I know Bargatze personally. What is Nate well, I don't know why I fuck You know, you ever drink with him? <laughs> not talking. Yeah, I mean, he's wild. He's just, you know, he goes wild. Yeah. Like what? What does he do? He'll say some wild stuff. He'll curse. Yeah. What kind of wild stuff? I mean, nothing, you know, just wild. Just not the stuff you see in his act. <laughs> what good kind man. of wild stuff? Good man. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. That's it. Good man. That's it. Yo, what's up? This is Akash. That was a preview of our Patreon episode. If you want the full thing, go to www.patreon.com slash flagrant2. Join the illest community on earth. Unless you're a social justice warrior, then you're just going to ruin the fun.